This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramon! Hi. Hi. Episode 80 in La Casita Masvina. I'm Susie. And I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm going to try to remember that I did that opening this time. Yeah, you got I it. mean, I got lost. You do, you I was really, did. really, yeah. really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the heat. Yeah. They say that we've got one more week of these above 105 temps. Mm-hmm. And I did see that like next Monday, Tuesday is 97. Oh, that's nice. A little cold front. A little cold front. And then it is. I, and then I saw the next was 100. Mm-hmm. But. For people who don't live in Texas, um, the difference between 101, 102, and like 106, 107, 108, 109, 110, mm-hmm. it's a huge difference. Yep. It's a scorcher. It is. <laughs> it is wildly. 101, 102 feels cool yep. in comparison mm-hmm. to those higher but, numbers. That's why the other day it was a quote unquote cold front because it was 99 degrees outside and yeah. everyone was like, oh my gosh, yeah. can we just be outside? Yeah. That's a, like four degree difference and it was. It really was. Yeah. It, I, like I went and sat outside on my brakes. Yep. I was like, oh, this feels so good. Mm-hmm. And, and along with that comes the fact that the overnight temps, mm-hmm. we dipped back down into the 70s and yeah. auntie laughs because she cannot believe our lows are in yep. the 80s not not at 80 or 81 but it'll be like 84 85 mm-hmm. there is you know when i woke up this morning it was already 87 yep <laughs> yeah so when we landed in indiana it was uh 66 degrees outside yeah and so for shits and giggles we looked to see what it was in texas uh-huh. 99 degrees yeah Already. That is a 33 degree difference, and Texas is an hour behind us. Right. So, right, like right, at, right. at seven in the morning there, it was six in the morning here and already 99 degrees. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be joking. We've had this crazy as heck heat dome or whatever mm-hmm. that has basically not moved for the last 30 or 40 days. And I, I need you to count that since we made that bet earlier in oh, this yeah. season. Yeah. I will need to count it and see. Officially above 100 degrees at DFW. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are saying that, like, last year, the hottest part of the summer was, like, in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it really started to cool off in July and I would August. agree with that. And, like, I forgot that. But yeah. Yeah. That's, like, what a lot of people are saying. And that this year, June was very mild. It was. And I was, yeah. like, super By excited. Comparison. I was, like, yeah. oh, my gosh. We're going to have a nice, mild summer. No. 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 Even, um, no. What uh, the like last two days? Of course, I get up six in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun hasn't been fully up, mm-hmm. and that has got me so excited. Yeah, because normally the sun is up, the birds are singing, the it's the great outdoors in the mornings. Because yep. you know, the in peak summer, the sun's coming up at like really like four forty five. Yeah, <laughs> like the sun is up by the time that everybody else is up. So right. yeah. To have it be like somewhat dark outside, yeah, is like I'm like, oh, the night is coming back. <laughs> it's so funny because you and Ivy are the exact opposite, complete opposites. Ivy loves that it is sunshiny from the moment she wakes up to nine nine thirty at night 
that makes her that's the happiest that she ever is mm-hmm. in life and then um it starts to get dark and when it yeah. when it's only sunlight for you know 7 30 in the morning to 4 30 in the mm-hmm. afternoon she's like i hate it yep. <laughs> and it's true i don't like that either you yeah. know and i do love summertime but this excessive heat for this long has been the worst the worst the actual worst yeah for real and so you know i feel like i've been obsessing about it and i do keep looking at our temps and making sure and i don't look at anybody else's because i don't want to get upset oh i look at i look everywhere else (laughs) i'm always looking everywhere else i'm like where can i be right now instead of here i do so auntie has offered and i may take her up on this at some point maybe next year or whatever it's too late for this year but she has said come to my house for the month of august and just stay with me and um, like, cause I don't want to go in July because that's when Ivy's birthday is yeah. and June, it's not hot enough yet. So yeah. August is really a good idea. And then I can just go and I can work from there Yeah, and I can be there for the month and then I can come back. But a month is a really long time it is to a be really away. Long time. You'd have to take Buddy with you. I, w- <laughs> I would have to take Buddy with me or I'd have to be like, Hey, can whoever come stay at my house? It would be a rotating team. Yeah, yeah, there would have to be rotation of some sort. I or yeah, because I don't, I couldn't take Buddy with me. I'd want to fly out there. But um, this weekend, I needed to go run some errands, and one of the errands that I ran was to Target mm-hmm. because I have and and I did it again. I want to get those little mini graham cracker crusts yeah. because I got this kick-ass delicious key lime curd mm-hmm. when I was down in Fredericksburg Yeah, that I want to make little curd. key lime pies with yeah. and, you know, some fresh whipped cream and mm-hmm. and I think it'll be so good. But I want the little mini ones. I want the little, everybody can have their own personal little key lime pie. That'll be so cute. Right? And um, I have I did an Amazon fresh order so that I could order them. Totally mm-hmm. forgot. I've gone to Target many times. Totally forgot. This time, though, I walked in and in their dollar the the dollar section Mm -hmm. filled with the cutest halloween items (laughs) and i completely lost my mind i looked at like my like the i was checking my bank account and it was like you know target eighty dollars and i was like what the hell did i spend eighty dollars at target so i went and i got my receipt and i was like oh yeah i got that super cute beware with the crow that's on my um it's on the uh, door for the water heater. Where am I missing it, this? And I need to hang it on my front door, but I oh, feel like it's a little too cute. early. Isn't that super that's adorable? It's not too early. My pumpkin, my, I got a new little pumpkin uh-huh. doormat. Uh-huh. It's just like orange with a little pumpkin face on uh-huh. it. It's out. Okay. Put that out there. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it out there. It's so super cute. And then I got this cute little tray that's got one of those death moths on it. Yeah. Um, I got these cute little fabric little pumpkins, pumpkins. Uh-huh. with like um, twine stems yeah. and plastic stems yeah. and these apothecary jars and... Tell them what you got me. Tell them what I got you. The little... The jar. The Which jar? Mom, you literally gave it to me two days oh, yeah. ago. Oh, sorry, sorry. I got you. This was really cute. <laughs> I was actually shopping for the 12 Days of Tirza. I was shopping for Tirza for her birthday. And I also almost lost my mind in this store. It was uh, Big Lots. Was it Big Lots? Big Lots. I love Big Lots. And um, they have this such a cute, like, dark academia section right now. Mm -hmm. But it's not like the Target section. Things are costly. But I found a canister for your... 
for your kitchen Mm -hmm. that says like poison it's got the skull and crossbones on it it's got the black like twirly lettering and stuff and the poison is witch's grade Mm -hmm. and it is such a cool jar and i thought you could have it on your countertop for sugar the lid is a little skull yeah oh yeah skull to open the lid yeah the lid knob is a little skull Mm -hmm. it's really cute really really cute i almost kept it for myself and i was like no i got this for katie for her house and i'm hoping that you will keep it out all year and you will keep sugar in it Yeah, because i'm a spooky (laughs) bitch don't you worry and then um I also got you, I went to, we'll talk about Post Malone later, but there was another show that same night at mm-hmm. the Cicada, and I went, and Chief Swiftwater mm-hmm. had a set, um, and he's getting ready to do an album release soon that we'll talk about more as it gets closer, but he was playing a show that night with Denver, mm-hmm. no, not with Denver, he was playing a show that night, and he was selling some paintings that he had done of his cat, yeah. which he loves his cat and he posts the cutest photos and he did these paintings that are just, they're perfect. Yeah. It, the style of the painting is perfect. And the one that I bought for you, the cat is black and it's got orange accents. So it's a little Halloweeny, but also can be up year round. Nick saw it uh, yesterday and uh-huh. he was like, did your mom paint this? And I was like, no, but she did buy it for me. And he was like, "Uh uh-huh, that's very Susan. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was in love. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I can't leave here without this. And um, I ran into my friend Janet Mm -hmm. and her husband, John. Yeah. And Janet was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Like, where did you get it? And I was like, you know, Chief Swiftwater like painted it and he's selling them. And um, she was like, oh my gosh. And like, I guess, I think, that he had one other one that was like maybe blue and green. And she mm-hmm. was like, I have to have this too. <laughs> so she, she bought his other painting and nice. it was, yeah, it was awesome. So, um, I have been cleaning and like sorting and, and stuff. And I've come across all of my Halloween decorations from work. Nice. Do you Ooh, remember nice. how my desk was decorated at work? Yeah. Intensely. So, yeah. So one year, there, there was a little while that Katie and I worked t- together. Yep. And one year on October 1st, I think, or maybe it was like the first day of the week of my birthday, I came in and my entire desk area was covered in spider webs and little Frankenstein ceramics and skull ceramics and, you know, things that were handmade, hand painted by my kids, along with other, you know, like there was mm-hmm. a little haunted house that cackles or whatever. And, I mean, just Halloween everywhere. And so I was like, oh, I can't wait to put this all out. But I don't know where I'm going to put it. I have to figure that all out. It goes everywhere. It does go everywhere. I, that's, uh, yeah, I bought a, bought a bunch of stuff. I got a new, um, I we went to Michael's the other day. And I am unfortunately banned from buying any more Halloween decorations for <laughs> now. Um, but that doesn't mean mommy can't buy I it. did <laughs> exactly. But I did um I did manage to convince Nick to buy me uh two things. Okay. The he said I could have none and then I said I wanted one and then we ended up with two. <laughs> So, uh, what I bought though is a uh, a spine. It's a it's a spine uh-huh. candle. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like all the vertebrae of the spine. Uh-huh. And then there's like a little candle wick at the top of it. I've not lit it. No, I haven't lit that Is one. Is it an advent calendar? Are there 31 things no, to get you I from wish. October 1st to two? <laughs> I wish, but no. It's just, it's just a little like... Uh, you know michael's they have like right now they have like that you walk in it's the halloween section but it's like the halloween section for people who are not scary yeah and then when you go over a little bit there is the halloween section for people who are scary so Mm -hmm. that's where i found that it's just like a little rotted like spine that's awesome that was where i found your green velvet pumpkin nice Mm -hmm. in that same area Mm -hmm. i found it's a little tiny deer skull uh-huh. with little tiny plants all around it uh-huh. inside of like a glass dome. Oh, nice. A little terrarium. Yeah. With a little skull in it. Nice. And there- it was so cute that I had to buy it. There's something that's called something specific and it's not terrarium, but that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So I like, I like that a lot. So those are my two new Halloween decorations. I also bought, um, like a two sets of like little teeny tiny pumpkins almost mm-hmm. like the skulls that i bought you yeah and uh i gotta get new ones for this year i guess <laughs> but uh i but I, there, there was just like little pumpkins so there's a bunch on my table where that charcuterie board is all yeah. the time uh-huh. um and then there's a bunch like all over my bookshelves oh very cool mm-hmm. very cool i love that oh man yeah so halloween can't get here soon, soon enough. enough for either one of us i uh, it's already fall for me. And like, I always think about how grateful I am that my mom and dad allowed Halloween to be such a spectacularly fun time for me mm-hmm. that it has, you know, translated into my adult life. I still love decorating for it every year. I do keep stuff up all year long. Mm-hmm. They're for sure. Oh, I um, know. Like the little folk art the cat with witch the... witch on her broom. Yeah, the witch on her broom. The folk art cat with the pumpkin on its back. Mm-hmm. Your like, creepy little dudes. Yeah, my creepy little dudes. I got the bats up right now. Yeah, you're around. <laughs> so, Spooky bitches. Yeah. The, the skulls that are all out throughout your house. So, Katie, <laughs> one year while I was gone, she came and housed that for me. And while I was gone, she put these skulls everywhere. They're, they're maybe an inch, an inch high, an inch wide, an inch, like, one inch all around Mm -hmm. little skulls and (laughs) hid them throughout my entire house and i think you said you hid 50 of them yeah and as i find them i actually do leave them where they are originally i was gathering them like in a jar and i was like no it's funnier to me that i find it take a picture of Mm -hmm. of it and send it to you Mm -hmm. and that, that that's one of my favorite things and like i'll find him in just weird spots like at the very back of a drawer mm-hmm. i'm like <laughs> okay you know, i had to leave you some presents <laughs> so it's awesome don't worry i'll do it again next time you're out of town that's awesome oh that would be your birthday i guess oh yeah i will be out of town for my birthday I'm going to check out a uh what is it called when the moon covers the sun total eclipse, eclipse. yes yeah is it a partial or a total eclipse it's a to- it's a ring of fire one mm-hmm. where a total one yeah i guess where the, total. the you see that ring of fire yeah around it so i'm i'm pretty excited about that um i've also been totally obsessed when i was in fredericksburg i bought a jar of pickled beets and i have not had pickled beets in a very long time and they're so good that's just really weird oh, i put them on everything 
It's really weird. It's delicious. Beets are not good to begin with. Yes, they are. No, they're not. I sw- like you need to taste one of these I've, beets. I've had beets. I don't like them. Th- this one is really I'm good. I'm not eating a pickled beet. Oh my It's worse than a regular beet. Oh, it's so delicious. There's nothing worse than a pickled vegetable outside of pickles. Are you sure? Do you don't like pickled carrots? You don't like pickled onions? I don't like pickled anything. Dude, I love pickled Why onions. Why is it always pink? Well, pickled onions is because it's usually a red onion. So it turns pink. I hate red onion the most. Do you really? Yeah. Dude, I love pickled onions. In order of onions for me, it goes yellow onion, white onion, red onion. Interesting. Because, okay, so for me, I, number one onion is the yellow sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A yellow sweet onion. A yellow sweet. Then a yellow. That's top tier. And then a white. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe then a red than a white. I love red onions. I don't. When your daddy first got home from Italy, because that's all they use in Italy is mm-hmm. red onions, I, that was all. We didn't have white or yellow onions for years. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> oh, but your beets are good. I wish I could make you taste it because it's delicious and I'm obsessed. I eat them all day, every day. I'm going to whip my way through that jar so fast. So weird. So good. Oh, and then, weird. but then... Here's the other problem. I don't trust other people's pickled beets. What if it's not as good as those ones? You know what I mean? So like Susan, that's psychotic behavior. <laughs> if anybody's got a good pickled beet brand out there that's not like regional specific that I could buy at the grocery store, let me know. Hey, not to divert here, but to divert here, when is Arts Goggle? October. Do you know when in October? The the weekend after my birthday. Mm-hmm, I the twenty second. The twenty first. Oh yeah, the twenty first. Sorry. All yeah. Right. The twenty first. Just curious. There's something else happening that weekend that I was thinking. Oh, I could go do that, and now I just you know, it's arts goggles, so you know you can't go do that. Nope. You got to go to arts goggle because our friends, me motor scooter, are playing in it. And I'll be working. Again. Yeah. Can I wear your pass again? Yeah. Absolutely. Can I add it to my collection? Yes, of course. Nice. You could even volunteer with me for a little bit if you wanted to. First thing in the morning. I, You were so mad at the end of that day. I don't <laughs> want to do that. At the end of the day, I was mad. At the beginning of the day, I was a happy little camper. No, that's all right. But I am excited for that and the new music coming from Mean Motor Scooter. Yeah. Just tooting their horn for a second. Yeah. Do do we have any, like, dates of when stuff will be released yet? No, there is a show on the 13th mm-hmm. of September. They're going to um, play with the um, P. Lander Z. Am I saying that right? I think you P. Are. Lander Z um, mm-hmm. at Tulips. And, um, but there's no, like, set release date of the album yet. Okay. Cool. But a lot of the songs that they're playing in their shows right now are songs oh, that will music. be on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're great. They I, are I amazing, have so much fun. Both on the album and off the album. Yeah. They're perfect. That's awesome. Um yeah, so that'll yeah. be that'll be fun. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get a little Henry the Archer action at Arts Goggle. That'd be rad. That would be so cool. I love them. Me too. I love every single one of them. They're so great. They really are. Um, <sighs> all right. You got a countertop. I did. Okay. So the weekend before this last weekend, um, I went and I got to have a little mommy rosemary time. Mm-hmm. And after that, 
I was like, I would really like to go to Ikea. And, you know, so of course texted the bestie Dustin and I was like, I'm thinking about going to Ikea maybe. And he was like, take me with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, excellent. Because there was something in particular that I was thinking I wanted to look for. Um, and I kind of just wanted to walk around. But he did have specific things mm-hmm. that he was looking for. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to look for a Thank love gosh. seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just see what mm-hmm. I could see. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any plans of buying one that day. But yeah, I did. But you did. It looks great. Hey, thanks. I like your pillows, too. Oh, my gosh. I love those pillows. <laughs> the The... So they, it's Ikea, so they sell mm-hmm. them as components. Yeah. You get the, the pillow insert, and then uh-huh. you get the cover. Yeah. And um, the the stripey covers were five bucks. Oh, nice. And the, the pink one with the bows mm-hmm. was like uh, nine bucks. Nice. Yeah. And and the their down pillows in there, um, and those were also $9 for those little pillow inserts. Nice and soft. Yeah, they're super soft. Nice. And I ended up sleeping on that little couch yeah. last weekend. Um. But you got a countertop as well. Yeah. So, but they were they were having like a, a backyard sale that was just like part of the warehouse that they kind of opened up and it was like almost like an overstock something. Mm-hmm. And it was this countertop and it was like, you know, two and a half feet by, or, you know, maybe two and a half feet by um, eight feet. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's, that's maybe a little bit too big, but like, that's perfect. And it was like this matte black like Formica kind of a countertop, mm-hmm. but matte black, and it was forty dollars. Nice. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's a steal!" It is a total steal. Mm-hmm. I have I have yet to find a countertop that is even close to being that amount of money. Right. And so I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to get it!" So I get it, I bring it home, and I Dustin comes over to help me install it, and like we're having to strap things to the roof because I got this this uh, love seat. There's bookshelves in there. Mm-hmm. There's this countertop. And <laughs> so we get it home and I'm like, we don't have to worry about like installing this like right this very moment, but like maybe sometime this week. And he came over the next day and he was like, it's too big. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, well, it came with like these black strips I don't know what that is maybe it means that like this is customizable like we could cut it down and then you could glue on that strip and I was like and even if we couldn't with it being what it is we should be able to cut it down and we can just hide that end up against up against the wall against the wall and the washing machine Mm -hmm. and but he read the little instruction manual that came with it and, and that's exactly what it was for is so that you could cut it down and then you could um or even if you needed to cut it out to like mm-hmm. put a sink in it, yeah. That that there was that little stripping that you could put to you know nice. do whatever Make you needed even. to do, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I probably should go back and get one more because it is eight feet long, and that's how long my kitchen wall is. Yeah, and I could do it for the sink. Yeah, too. That would be cool. wouldn't that be yeah. cute? And then mm-hmm. with the counter with the things painted purple and repainting everything gray. I don't like the yellow. But black and yellow is so cute. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. No. I don't like it. All right. I'm not a Steelers fan. It's not. (laughs) Just kidding. You don't have to be a Steelers fan. It's bumblebees. I know. It's bumblebees. So anyways, I am obsessed. And I knew that I was going to be obsessed with keeping it absolutely perfect. And I have been. 
every day. I make sure that there are no fingerprints on it. I make sure that the dust is off of it. Like, the, like but it's so pretty. Like, I really love it. Yeah. And I'm totally obsessed with it. So, yeah. I just got a notification from Spotify uh-huh. that Luke Bryan is performing on Friday, September 29th probably here in texas uh-huh. and that's funny because i literally just went and saw him last weekend so oh while you were in indiana while i was in indiana let's talk about that little tripsy pie i love indiana i'm not gonna lie to you i, I would have, move there i have two friends who live there yeah so i have friends who live there in noblesville indiana and where it, is it uh close to indianapolis like an hour an hour outside of indianapolis okay so, um, they live there and they've lived there for like two, three years now. Mm-hmm. And we originally moved them up there. So we moved them up there to live in an apartment. And then we flew back to see them in 2021 and they had moved into a house. And then we, they came here for the wedding and then we went and saw them again. So we've gone back and forth every year to see each other. Uh-huh. Um, and so they um, now live in a bigger house. And so it, it's very cute. It's very them, I feel like. Um, but we hung out in their backyard for like the majority of the time that we were there. Oh, that's Because so the perfect. weather was so just amazing. And mm-hmm. Rachel was like, I don't know. It's kind of hot today. And we're like, this is this is perfect weather mm-hmm. right now. It's mm-hmm. It's... 70 degrees and we're having coffee outside and just hanging out like you could not do this in texas not right now so that was a lot of fun we flew out there friday morning um hung out all day and then we went to the luke bryan concert on Mm -hmm. in the evening um their theater their performance what's that called venue uh-huh. Their venue is much like Jexa. So it's uh, kind of like okay. that like fishbowl comes down kind of thing mm-hmm. to this where you can sit to the pit and then the stage. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's just like that. So that was um, it kind of felt like being at home. It was a little weird, except there weren't nearly enough bathrooms there. It's oh, like no. the ones in um, at the what is it called now the Dosakis Pavilion Dos Equis there's Pavilion. the bathrooms up at the top too many times over the past 3 weeks yeah <laughs> there's the you know the potties up at the uh-huh. at the top and the bottom there no potties at the top they've not gotten to that oh, point wow. yet so um it turns out i don't like Luke Bryan I don't even know who Luke Bryan is he's a country singer uh-huh. you may know he sings country girl shake it for me nope play it again Mm-hmm. All right. Well, just ask Dustin about them. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, those are like the only two songs that I know. So he actually didn't play either one of those. What a bummer. So I didn't know any of the songs. I was just kind of beat bopping. And twist of all twists, Dom, who is from England, uh-huh. knew the most Luke Bryan songs out of all four of us. Wow. He's a fan. A huh? big fan. Huh. I would say Luke Bryan's number one fan out of our friend group. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that was wild. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. And then um, we went to this Indiana State Fair on nice. Saturday. And um, comparatively very small. So <laughs> Everything's small. Everything's bigger in Texas. You would think that that's a lie, but it's really not. Um, 
it See, was the like the Texas State Fair is gigantic. Yeah, but it was like it was exactly like the Texas State Fair, but like on a very small scale. Yeah, like you a, may or may not remember the California State Fair. You went to several years before with school before we moved here. I feel like I do somewhat. Yeah, but it's also very small yeah. compared to the Texas State Fair. Yeah. I feel like when you're at the Texas State Fair, you could be there for like six, seven hours and still not have done everything. Oh, absolutely. But the one in Indiana is just, it's like one, just a loop. Mm-hmm. There's no like diverts. It doesn't divert off oh, the path. Wow. It's one loop and then you go from start to finish and, and that's it. So we went in and out of all of the buildings. We tried all of the food. We walked around the entire thing in four hours. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. There was not one thing that we didn't see. Wow. So, but it was, it was a lot of fun. It's a good time. And if you're ever in Indiana during their state fair, you should definitely go and try their, um, I'm single for the night deep fried platter. Um, because it's, uh, one, Vel- red velvet deep fried Oreo. Yum. One regular deep fried Oreo. One deep fried cookie dough ball with legitimate cookie dough in it. Like it's, that was probably my second favorite. One cake batter deep fried. And then one Reese's peanut butter cup deep fried. Yum. That all sounds delicious. And it was, it was delightful. And then I ordered two. Like an extra deep fried Oreo because that's my favorite fair snack. Mm-hmm. And there's just, there's no better place to get deep fried Oreos than at a state fair, no matter yeah. what state you're in. Yeah. You could go anywhere else and get deep fried Oreos and they will be good, but there's nothing better than a state fair deep, state fair deep fried Oreo. Same with corny dogs. That's a fact. And I don't even like corn dogs, but I did eat one while we were there. Yeah. So there, there is something special about fair food. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I don't yeah. know, deep fried in something different. Love. I don't know what it is. It <laughs> could be love. Could be love. The grease of a thousand children. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's delightful. So we did that. And then um, on Sunday morning, Rachel thought she was taking us to like an exclusive restaurant we've never been to before uh-huh. and she was so excited uh-huh. and we pulled up and I went oh I love first watch and she went Aww. you've been to a first watch and I said yeah but I love it here don't worry like I love first watch yeah so we did go there and oh, it was, that's awesome it was good I tried a different eggs Benny this time and I don't think I'll be trying that one again mm-hmm. but it was it was okay yeah, I think I got like a veggie omelet when I was there and it was delicious. It yeah. was so good. I'm a connoisseur of eggs bennies. So nice. I did try a new one and it was it was not my favorite, but That's all right. At least you tried it. Yeah. I had a eggs benny in California that mm-hmm. was um crab cake. Ooh, yum. Eggs benny. Yeah. On a sourdough chibata. Oh, yum. It was delightful. That's got to be so so yummy. Anyway, that was it. That was a nice trip. We popped there. We popped back. And then um, I went and legally changed my name on Monday. That's so exciting. And then I um, took a five-hour nap. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That was me on Saturday. I w- napped on and off like all day mm-hmm. long. Yeah. I didn't get home. I was the chauffeur for everybody to go to the first night of Metallica. Mm-hmm. And what's the name of that band? That everybody loves that's from here and they're metal. 
and the people, spectacle no not <laughs> i mean everybody does love the spectacle pantera oh yeah pantera pantera and people were super excited about you know what? that night. i like one pantera song and i could not tell you a pantera song i don't think i could tell you a metallica song. i think it's like the most um popular like one of the most popular pantera uh-huh. songs so mm-hmm. i'm sure that i'm gonna say it and people are gonna be like oh my gosh everyone listens to that pantera song but when i was younger here it is cowboys from hell um when i was younger i had a friend who was like really into pantera uh-huh. and that was like the song that i wanted to listen to all the time i'd be like just turn that one on please they used to write down five minutes away from me is a bar that is now called the Aussie Rabbit which mm-hmm. is right next door to a tattoo studio mm-hmm. and it used to be called Tattoo Bar yeah. and that was Pantera's home bar because they were from Arlington and they would come here and they would play and they would hang out and I stuff and so yeah everybody likes to tell me that I live close to Tattoo Bar but um, I uh, for the most part have been like a lump I've been going to some shows, but mm-hmm. not many because, I mean, it's brutal here, y'all. <laughs> I just, I, and I feel like super thankful that I work from home, but it's also really hard because, like, I can not leave my house for s- several days at a time because it is so hot outside. That's okay. I yeah. wish I could stay in my home for several days at a time. Yeah. I would pay someone else money to let me stay home in my <laughs> house. <laughs> For several days at a time, especially yeah. right now, it's hot. Like yeah. that's a, like people will come into our office and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, it's hot outside!" Or they'll like be complaining. I'm like, "I wish I knew," but I'm stuck in this building for eight hours of the day. Yeah, and then I go home, so I'm just literally not outside. Yeah, no, we're going from from uh, um, air conditioned place to air conditioned place yeah. to air conditioned place, including our cars. Yeah, like almost everybody, they'll, they'll go out and they'll start their car. And let the air conditioning cool it for a minute and then get in it and drive because it is mm-hmm. so yep. hot. So hot. Um, that's So, yeah, I've just been being a little lump. But you and I, a couple of Wednesdays ago, when we talked about this on our last podcast, mm-hmm. went to the Cicada. Yep. Um, I was a little bit worried that you weren't going to go. Yeah. And it was up there for a minute. And it, then my bestie Joe told me I needed to go, so I did. <laughs> So, we were super excited because, first off, we love Denver Williams, all his music. We love his band. All of his bandmates are good friends of ours. And um, he he was going to make his super famous grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm -hmm. Which he's not done in a a long, long time. Yeah, several years it's been since he did them. And the trick is the compound butter that he makes. He makes it. Yeah. And so, and it's, I don't even know all of the magic that he puts I don't in either, this butter. But it's perfect. It is perfect. And so we were talking to him and, you know, I was like, well, who's going to cook while you're on stage? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. And somehow I got roped into cooking mm-hmm. and accidentally turned off. The entire contraption. Yeah, you did. And I was like, why is this stuff not cooking? Well, it was because it was off. Um, so then I had to heat up the griddle thing again. and that, But that thing was pretty dang cool. Like, yeah. That was awesome. Like, if you're doing something like that or you've got, you know, cooking big family breakfasts, that thing is perfect. Or if you were to um, go camping. 
Yes. That would be really good for gaming, especially because it like closes. Yeah. You just, wah, wah. Yeah. You would have that to have so a power good. supply. But yeah, you would. Lots but of you could do a lot of, or, and a lot of campers. Have, yeah. You know, they have their backup supply. For sure. It's right there. Thanks. There you go. Um, but these are delicious. So, and, you know, Katie, I don't know if people know this about you or not, but you do have a little bit of a cheese allergy. Mm-hmm. So I was just buttering bread on both sides and frying it that up was, for I was just having a nice little <laughs> toast, compound butter toast, which, you know, honestly, best part of the sandwich. So true. I was, I was really the one who was winning that yeah. night. But it was amazing. So the music throughout the night was amazing. Um, Mo Hey Now played and Denver played and our friends from Austin and Kinetics and uh, what is the other one? Mud. Not mud is Mo Hey Now. Oh, I um, understand. Darn it. I knew that. What is the other band? There was a fourth band. Anyways, our friends from Austin came up and played. It was really fun getting to see them again and mm-hmm. talk to them about everything that was going on in their lives and um but the grilled cheese like was the the showstopper and like people were actually fighting over the grilled cheese sandwiches at one point though like it kind of had died down for a second and then denver was like he said something like, when life gives you lemon, make grilled cheese or something like that. He made a joke about like, when life gets you down, just make a grilled cheese sandwich. And everyone just flocked to the grilled cheese station. It was wild. It was crazy. It I was, was crazy. sweating yeah. like a whore in church. Yeah. Even I, Joe was like, your mom's sweating. And I was like, I know. she's. It's poor her just I, back I, there. Hot. I, I don't do stuff like that yeah. ever. That should show you, Denver, how much I love you. Yeah. Um. And, uh, but like literally at one point I'm grilling these grilled cheese sandwiches. It's kind of getting quieter and there's two older guys, maybe in their forties, maybe in their fifties. And one gentleman says to me, like, he's kind of like, I would like that sandwich. And I was plating it up and I was like, you know, here you go, like it's ready. And another person who is unaffiliated with that first person came and like took it. Oh. And I was like, that's okay. I've got another one that's like ready. Like I can give you this one. And he's like, but I wanted that one. Yeah. And the, the guy who took it was like, well, too bad, so sad. You snooze, you lose. Something along those lines. I'm like, these oh are God. free grilled cheese sandwiches, yeah. you fools. And I've got another one ready. And the guy who is the thief sets down the sandwich because he's going to put money in the little tip jar uh-huh. for Denver, you know, to help him like with some cost of the, the service. Yeah. Um, and the dude that wanted the sandwich came and took it. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, you snooze, you lose, I guess. <laughs> and so then I was like, well, here, I mean, this other one is ready. And he's like, but I, like, they were going to get into a fight about this one particular grilled cheese sandwich. I was like, I literally did nothing special. It's just cooked. Yeah. That's all. There's nothing. Obviously, it was cooked better than the other one. I guess so. And the toast must have been just absolute perfection on that one. And they were like, that's the sandwich I want. That's the sandwich. Because there was one that you were making. And I was like, that right there is a perfect toast. Yeah, I try to do a perfect toast, and I I you know very well. I know how important grilled cheese sandwiches are to you, or they were they to were, you. Yeah, 
And so I do pride myself in making a good grilled cheese. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I noticed when you you flipped one of them and I was like, oh my God, if I got to eat that, that's the one I would want right there. That was a perfect toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but very quickly, I'd like to talk about the cicada. Oh yeah, talk about it. Which used to be mass. Mm-hmm. This, it, this, going to Denver's show was the first time I had been back there since... It opened. Uh huh. Well, actually, since mass closed. Uh huh. So it was the, I went to the closing mass show. Uh huh. And then, and I was out of town for that. The whole time, this whole time, I don't know where I thought it was, but I did not put two and two together that the cicada had taken over where mass was. Oh, okay. So then, when we went, I was like, okay, this actually like, isn't that far from my house. Like, I'm gonna go. And so I drove over there, and I'm like turning, and I'm like. Is this where Mass used to be? And like I pull in, I'm like, oh wow, this is this is Mass. Okay, so I go in. I like the bathrooms; they're great. The rest of the setup is a little too comfy, cozy for a concert venue. Oh, that's interesting. If this was going to be like an open mic, maybe karaoke poetry out loud bar I could see it so was it the living room dining room that was too comfy cozy or was it the fact that there was a couch kind of all of it okay so the living room dining room perfection the couch Uh the just like the way that the tables are set up and then those those don't get moved no matter how many people are there the tables? Yeah. That were in the middle of the room? Yeah. Or the, like and the like, wood tables on the, the side? Around. The wood tables on the side, I know, don't move. But I do know that the tables in the middle of the room do move. The couch doesn't move. The couch doesn't move either? No. Huh. I asked Joe about it. They do not move the couch. Okay. No matter what is happening there. Hmm. And that hmm. just... How are you going to fit more people in there? I mean, the, those masks used to be crowded from stage to... Booth, where the sound booth yeah to sound booth or uh-huh. and i understand that there were also tables around and so there were people sitting at those but then the second you got off from the table somebody else was taking your spot mm-hmm. like that's how many people used to be in mass mm-hmm. and i felt so awkward when i was walking out of the cicada for those last people because there was like five people there yeah it did thin out quite quickly after denver williams played yeah but uh, luckily. I just, I don't like the setup. No offense to the girl. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a girl. Yep. Okay. No offense to her. The bathroom is fantastic. I yeah. love that. If that vibe was throughout the entire building, I think that would be much better. But the mis- mix match of things and objects and just, that is not the locale for that. I don't, I don't totally agree with you i understand what you're saying for sure um and i have been excited to see shows that have drawn like big crowds i do know that tyler is really hoping for more steady bar patrons you know the people that come out for karaoke and for trivia and for the burlesque show that they do once a month release that okay the Mm -hmm. vibe of that place is very much all of those things yeah concert venue no yeah so 
And I do know that John, her husband, has worked really hard because I don't know if Joe talked to you about this or if you guys talked about it at all, but the sound in there is better than it was at Mass. It's, it's like perfect. It's so good. And like, so I do think, though, I can see what you're saying, that maybe like having the right kinds of shows there mm-hmm. that are with that vibe. Like I went for a... um like a song swap. Yes. And it was excellent. And it was packed full of people. And, you know, everyone was comfortable and happy and they were enjoying the song swap and stuff. So, um, but I do know too that like a lot of people definitely want to play there. Um, Their their shows are booked out pretty far right now. Yeah. Um, So I would say kind of keep giving it a shot and see what you think and, and how you like it with different kinds of shows mm-hmm. and see, see what you think. I do believe right. that the spectacle will yeah. be playing at Halloween there. Halloween. Yeah. And Halloween will be happening as well too. Nice. So we're going to have a lot of things to do that weekend. Do so you got good at- my birthday and then we've got arts goggle and then we've got Halloween weekend. Cause I think Halloween's like on a Monday or a Tuesday. A Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's wild. One of my, I know that because one of my coworkers said, uh, "Do we get Halloween off?" And I said, "You wish." Yeah, like, you wish we you? got Halloween off. And then she was like, "She said something else." I said, "You wish that we got any more holidays than the ones that we get, which is the Fourth of July, Labor Day, Memorial, Memorial Day, Day, New Year's, and Christmas, and that's it." Uh, I th- and Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, we do get Thanksgiving off. Do you get? It- I think. So I get those same standard holidays, and we used to get the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we don't, but but not our lab does. Mm-hmm. Our lab gets the day before, the day of, and the day after. So they are out for like those three days. Yeah, and then same thing for Christmas. They get like the day before, like that Friday before, because I think Christmas is on a Monday this year. Uh-huh. So they get that Friday before and the Tuesday after to be off of work. Oh, that's nice. which I said. That's what we should do is be off that Monday and Tuesday because mm-hmm. they just don't feel like anybody should like nobody's going to want to come in on the 26th of December. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I do feel lucky that we get New Year's Day off. Yeah. I do enjoy that as well. Yeah. So those are the standard holidays and yeah. then anything else that you have you take PTO for. Right. Um. But yeah, I would I would love to have more holidays too. I actually, that might be one of the questions for you. I don't want to forget to give this to you. Put it oh, in your nice. pocket. Money. Yep. I was supposed to give that to you on Monday, and I um, forgot. You talked about it sort of, somewhat before. Uh huh. Um, but we didn't really do the twelve days of Tirza this year. Uh huh. We, you know, having a child and a job and all of those yeah. things really got in the way of <laughs> the twelve days of Tirza this year. Yeah. But um. We did go do an escape room for her birthday. And, and I got to babysit. You did get to babysit. Um, we did apparently what was one of the hardest ones in the building. Um, uh-huh. They don't have their level ranking online. So you, you don't know ahead of time. Um, where we had to escape a serial killer. Nice. And we had to capture him and free his little kidnappies. I was so... what I. One of the things I was really... I ended up buying Tirza a book that I loved reading over the past year um, Mm -hmm. for her birthday. Um, And while I was at that the Big Lots or whatever, they had 
all sorts of like Jason and Freddy and stuff like Halloween decorations, like mm-hmm. different lights and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just, I know that you guys all are kind of like the serial killer, scary movie kind of thing. That's so up your alleys. Mm-hmm. I would have been terrified the yeah. whole time. I, don't, I could not have done it. It was, it was a lot of fun. So you just had to like solve all of these puzzles. So like there was... Look, Nick is never going to let us live it down. It is I heard fine. that he kind of saved the day. No. Yeah. No. Nick, the, did you save the day? The person who gave us the hint really saved the day. But Nick was um, right. Nick was right. somewhat correct. <laughs> and that Nick was right. we had to put... Uh, listen, you don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> we had to put an empty box side. into the microwave. And uh, all of us said... <laughs> Why would you put an empty box in that microwave? And Nick was like, I don't understand you guys. Why wouldn't we put it in the microwave? And we're like, because I don't think you should be putting a cardboard box in the microwave. And he was like, I'm pretty sure that's what we need to do. And none of us believed him. And then for some reason, he decided to turn the microwave on for two minutes because he was like, obviously, that's what we need to do. We need to turn the microwave on. And it was like, it finished. And the girl was like, Hey, maybe try putting the box in the microwave. And we were like, mm-hmm, okay. And Nick was like, oh, yeah, because that was a stupid idea. We shouldn't have put a box in the microwave and, like, put it in there. But, like, we didn't need to put it in there for the full two minutes. It was, like, two seconds. And then it opened the thing that it needed to open, which was the shower. Uh-huh. And then there was, like, one of the clues where you had to, like, flip the blanket over and line it up all correctly and then it would give you a number code for something else and then there was like a black light lamp that we were all like what is this showing us what's it doing and then I opened something uh, I think on accident too I think I was just doinking around while they were doing something else Uh and I was like hey um, I opened this and there's a lampshade in it and then I put that on the lamp and it showed us like black light letter or numbers oh yeah and then we couldn't figure out in what order those had to go in so brian was just like reading them off to me in random pattern and then at one point i had three numbers lined up and i was just rotating the the thing and it just unlocked and i was like (laughs) all right well i did something right and so then i opened that and then we had to put that like it was a bottle we had to put that into the fridge that it could get cold so that it could tell you the next clue Mm -hmm. so it was like real real detective work nice and we did escape we did escape we had to use morse code and everything wow i've never been to an escape room and i've always wanted to go we just we escaped with three minutes left nice work this one was our longest one you guys are professionals at this point i mean the we were talking to the girl about it and we were like the last escape room we did we accidentally solved the puzzle without doing the step and so the guy told us, he was like, just leave it. You don't need that clue anymore. Because we had already solved everything to get to what that clue would have given us. Yeah. And so he was like, just leave it. You don't need it. And so like, then we like kept going. And at the end, he was like, so you would have, you should have looked right here to get that one right there. But you should have gone like in order and you guys just didn't. And so then you didn't need that code anymore. And we were like, oh, okay gotcha (laughs) and he was like and it just would have told you to open the grate which you guys also just figured out on your own and we were like "Uh uh-huh yeah that makes sense for us yeah (laughs) yeah Ah, one of these days i'll do an escape room i had a couple of opportunities one of them was right after my mom passed away and i was like i can't do it 
Um, and then the other one was like right when Matt and Mandy were getting married. And for some reason, I think I already had plans for that evening. So mm-hmm. I couldn't go to the escape room. You know, you could just plan it and then people will go. Yeah, I know. I should. I don't ever think to do it, but I really, really should. It would be fun. Yeah. Hey, so you told your coworkers about this thing? I did. In fact, tell them about it. Um, one of my coworkers said that she didn't like to listen to podcasts while she was driving. Um, and then she said, well, I d- really don't like to listen to podcasts except for those ones that have the video, like the Jerry Jonestown Massacre. Uh-huh. And so I said, oh, good. Then you'll never listen to my podcast. And she said, <laughs> you have a podcast? <laughs> and then a couple days went by. And then um, Ivy said to me, why don't you go to bed? Ba- hold on. She said, why don't you go to Bath and Body Works tonight? And I said, because I have to go podcast with your mom. And she... and my coworker turned to me and she said that was real you weren't kidding and I was like no I wasn't kidding that's real I really do do a podcast with my mom and Ivy used to do it as well and she was like I need to know about this and so then my one coworker who now sits next to me who is very quiet and does not talk about very much at all um she just hands me her phone and says put it in there mm-hmm. and I said okay so I show it to her And then Gladys comes over with her phone and she says, Katie, I'm not kidding. Please give me your podcast information. And I said, (laughs) okay, fine. So I give it to her. And then Uh my other coworker comes over and she asks me for it too. And then Ivy goes, why didn't Cassie ask you? And I said, oh, I gave it to Cassie already. (laughs) But before when they had been, when they were asking me about it, um, Ivy was like, what? They asked you about it? And I said, yeah. And I told everyone no. And she was like, and what about Cassie? And I said, I said no. But that day when Cassie asked me about it, I wrote it on a sticky note. And I said, don't tell anyone. And I gave it to her. So she already had the information. And then everyone else also got it. Because Gladys was like, oh, can you listen to it on Apple Podcasts? And Ivy was like, yep. "Yep." And so they were all like, okay. And they all just got out their phones. (laughs) And they were like, put it in. And I was like, okay. But like. Don't talk about the podcast at work, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my coworkers, every once in a while, they're like, oh, yeah, you do a podcast. And I typically, like, I try to post it, and then I uh, I don't have the ability to do this anymore. But I would post it, and then I would immediately, like, uh, share it on my Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. I need to do some things a little bit differently to get back to being able to do that. So I, like, but... And every once in a while, people are like, oh, yeah, I really want to, like, listen to it. But I don't know if they do or not. But I do know that our numbers are pretty dang good. That's good. Yeah. So it's kind of awesome. Um, Well, that's what I had originally started telling my coworkers. I was like, at first I was like, Mom, no one wants to sit around and just listen to us talk about things and our lives and these things. Yeah. And then we saw that TikTok about being the number three. And I was like... That oh, can't be people true. <laughs> really do want to sit around and listen to us talk about our thoughts and things, yeah. and that's cool. Yeah. I, the one thing we haven't talked about yet this week is everything that's going on on Bravo. Have you been watching any Bravo shows? No, I haven't. Uh, I am very excited for Vanderpump Rules to come back on. Yep. There's already been a lot of drama so far with Scandaval and uh-huh. Rachel and uh-huh. all of those things. Bethany is garbage. Um <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I agree so hard. Bethany is garbage. And so for those of you that don't know, Bethany Frankel used to be a Real Housewife of New York. And she 
became really famous because she, and it was Countess Luanne de Lesseps who actually came up with the name, um, is that skinny girl. Right. So Bethany was like, wanted a skinny margarita. So it was before that was called that. She was like, I would like a margarita, but I, I want it with this and this because I don't want, you know, like all the sugar, all the this and that. And uh, Countess was, they were out one night and she was like, you should call that like a skinny girl margarita. And so that was where the first skinny margaritas even started was Mm -hmm. with Bethany Frankel. And she came up with this brand of the skinny, skinny girl margaritas, which Mm -hmm. was like this margarita mix that were, you know, didn't have the sugar and all of that kind of stuff. And um, has like, she is a gajillionaire a million times over, you know, because Mm of, of the real housewives of New York. And she has like gone on a crusade to say that like real housewives, Bravo, Andy Cohen are like the world's worst people. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's really kind of a bummer because yes, were they exploited at the beginning, you know, and, and with reality TV, the you're paid for what you do like the episodes that you do but there's no like in perpetuity like for if it's you know franchise not franchised out but like if they continue to show like they're it's on peacock now you can Mm -hmm. watch every episode of every real housewives and Mm -hmm. like they're you know if people watch reruns i Mm -hmm. guess yeah what would be the equivalent of reruns but i don't even think they do reruns anymore People I do know have cable and like shows get put on to like Nick at Night or whatever, and that's considered a rerun. Yeah. And so I, anytime you can watch shows in their rerun, people typically get um, like a little commission. Like mm-hmm. there's a word for it, and I'm it's blank. compensation. Well, no, it's it's um royalty. Oh yeah. They get yeah, a, yeah. a royalty for every time the show plays. Yeah. They get money, and it, with reality TV, they don't. And so she she wants to get that changed, which is a good thing to do. The way but, she's going about it is but, wrong. Yeah, the way that you could fight for that is, you know, could be a lot better. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, so that's been really good. Real uh, Below Deck, which I like the original one with Captain Lee. I do like Below Deck Mediterranean with Captain Sandy. And Auntie um, turned me on to Below Deck Down Under. Mm-hmm. I want to call it Australia, but I think it's called Down Under. Yeah. And they're in season two, and that has been really good. It has been... The thing that I like most about it is that they're so, for the most part, easygoing. Yeah. There's not a lot of fighting. There's not a lot of yelling. There's not a lot of drama. Is that... Below Deck Down Under is is pretty smooth sailing. Is that the season, though, where that guy got into the bed? Yes. Yeah, so this season, and I was kind of waiting till the end of the season to watch it all, but there, there was an incident that happened where, so between, it's a luxury yacht, and they have like, you know, three-day charters, two-day charters. I think three days is the longest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in between the charters, they typically have about 24 hours mm-hmm. to turn the party. boat around. And they also, everybody like the first night they go out and they party mm-hmm. and, um, they typically get very sauced that that's what they do. And even getting really sauced, there's not a whole lot of fighting that happens. Yeah. 
it's it's really pretty chill. Yeah. Um. And so in this instance, this man and woman, they were flirting together and they were like, you know, they, they liked each other quite a bit. But she became very intoxicated, as did he. Mm-hmm. And she said very clearly that she wanted to be like left alone. She wanted to just go to bed. She didn't want anybody in the room with her. She wanted, you know, just to, to go to bed and sleep it off. And she was blacked out. And the next thing that happened was that the, the bosun, he like got naked and climbed into her bed. And she didn't consent to that. She didn't, you know, like she wasn't even aware that he had gotten into her bed. Mm -hmm. Like they found out the next day that he, she didn't even know that he had climbed in there. Mm -hmm. So she would not have known had he done anything. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have been able to say yes or no. She, because she was just blacked out drunk. Yeah. So, um, and that's a really good conversation in regards to consent. Like the person has to be of sound mind to be able to consent. If they're drunk in any way, shape or form and are not able to make like an informed consent to anything that's going on, you you need to take that as a no. Yeah. And so like production jumped in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even like one of the boat people. Yeah. Uh, They jumped in. Yeah. And one of the, the, the girl who's like the, the main steward S what she's the lead person. Mm -hmm. Um, she heard and she was like, Oh my God, like what's going on? And she like figured it out and she, they got him out of the room, but Mm -hmm. he was, not happy about it. Yeah. And she went immediately to the captain and was like, this thing just happened and it is so inappropriate. I had to bring it to you because, yeah. you know, she, we'd already put her to bed. Mm-hmm. She had said very clearly that she wanted to be left alone. She wanted water and her pillow. And, um, this person came into her room without her permission mm-hmm. and climbed into her bed. He was naked. She was incapacitated. And I mean, the captain went and woke him up. He also passed out. The captain went and woke him up and kicked him off the boat that moment. And didn't let... He came back on and got his stuff, but nobody was allowed to talk to him. Everybody had to stay up in the salon. Yeah. And there was this crazy lady who also liked this bosun. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, oh my God, what happened? I, I can't believe it. And then... You know, the girl that this that this happened to was like, dude, I was like blacked out drunk and he climbed into my bed naked and that's totally inappropriate and he needs to not do that. And and the girl was like, I wish you would have climbed into my bed. I would have said, come on in and, you know, you should talk to the captain and tell him not to fire him because like it was wild. Oh, no. And so then she like this poor girl is already traumatized by finding out that something happened to her when she was blackout drunk Mm -hmm. and then has this other person coming to her and going I just don't think he should be kicked off the boat I think that you know he should be given another chance and I think that um you know if he would have if he would have picked me instead of you he wouldn't be in trouble and like all of this stuff and this girl is so stunned and 
Aisha walks up to her, who's like the 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 lead stewardess, and um, is all, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Uh, this girl just came at me and was saying all of this stuff to me." And Aisha was like, "What the?" And immediately, of course, again goes to the captain and is like, "This was so inappropriate." And you know, she's already traumatized, and you're re-traumatizing her by saying. You know, you shouldn't have said anything. Yeah, like this is your fault that yeah. this guy is getting fired, and yeah. it's your fault he can't provide food for his family now yeah. because you got him fired, and it's your fault. You know, but and like, so she was immediately also let go. Good. <laughs> it's just like it was so it was wild, but I do think that that's one of the like blessings and curses of reality TV that started with the real world New York City mm-hmm. is that it brings a lot of these conversations that need to happen to light, Mm -hmm. you know? And so then you can have a really good conversation with somebody about consent. What is informed consent? And when does, when does, you know, when you implement your safe word or whatever, you know, when does consent stop, you know? And like all of those kinds of things, because we know that really bad things can happen when consent doesn't happen, you know? So, uh, whoops. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Anyways, it was really, really bravo shows. I love. <laughs> I just, I really like it. I love Peacock. I got a notification that my Peacock subscrip- subscription was increasing, and I was like, I don't even care because it's basically what I watch. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna buy the- Law and Order SVU mm-hmm. on it, and I, I haven't watched it in several seasons, so I've probably got five seasons to catch up on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh, one thing I did do over the last few weeks is mm-hmm. I went and got a massage. Nice. With Emily. From Emily. Yeah. She told me. It was so great. I went and saw her that same day. Uh, I just was so happy. Yeah. I felt so good and so relaxed. Did, like, and did, that, did that pain start to feel better? Yes. Good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, way better. Yeah. My leg, I've had a pinched nerve that's been bothering my right leg. Like the, the back of my leg has been bothering me and that massage like really really good helped with all of it so that's very good yeah well um our fort worth famous focus, focus our famous focus this week uh you know we've got a little pod squad we hang out with the guys from the funky panther and emo otaku and funky down podcast quite often mm-hmm. uh the number one person though that we probably hang out with sorry jeffrey lord is uh Andrew Turner from Fort Worth Roots. <laughs> um he he it, I shouldn't say it like that like he's the number one person that we hang out with cuz that sounds anyway, we just we hang out with him a lot and he does a lot mm-hmm. which is um he does a lot in the community and he has got an anniversary show coming up on September 23rd at Pouring Glory that is um the it's it's a big event. So he did this last year. That was where we got our Fort Worth Famous. One of, we've got two awards. So one mm-hmm. from his event and one from Adam on our one year anniversary. Nice, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so um, anyway, so I just wanted to like kind of promote the event because uh, Andrew Turner does so much for the Fort Worth community, for the podcast community that I really want people to get out and support this event for him as well. So here's what it says. And you can find him on all the places that you find podcasts. Um, and 
all your social media outlets. He's on TikTok. He's on Twitter. He's everywhere. Um, but join us September 23rd at Pouring Glory for the second annual event. A portion of the food sales from the event will go directly to our fundraising efforts for Cook's Children's. We will have live music from four excellent local Fort Worth bands, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations, Cassandra Mae Lawrence, Late to the Station, and Jaybirds. There will be a vendor market, a special food menu at Pouring Glory, live podcast, grab bags at the door, and our annual awards show. Your admission to the event has already been taken care of thanks to a bunch of awesome local businesses that wanted to make sure that you had a chance to come out and enjoy the festivities. So it's been sponsored by several great um, local businesses. Um, So he says, come hang out, make some memories, enjoy some awesome food, and support an organization that takes care of our community's children and their families when they absolutely need it the most. And the event is September 23rd. Um, beginning at 11 a.m. and goes until 6 p.m. at Pouring Glory on Bryan Avenue. And it is going to be hosted, of course, by Andrew Turner and Fort Worth Roots, along with um, Sean uh, from the Cutthroat Finches. Sean Russell mm-hmm. <laughs> from the Cutthroat Finches. So mark your calendars, get out there, support. Um, I really hope we win an award. I don't know if that's possible or not, but I'm, you know, lobbying for favorite best of what most popular i'm popular <laughs> do you remember the amanda show yes the I girls do. room yes i like eggs i do say that all the time so <laughs> it's my favorite don't worry i love it i like eggs are we playing this game we are gonna play this game are you ready to play it now yeah i'm ready to play it before now. our music minute yeah okay so we need to come up with a name for this little segment Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, um, all about you, all about us. Just yeah, just all about uh, AOU. <laughs> <laughs> we need to somebody help us come up with this name. So what we have decided to do is, I have gone out onto the interwebs and I have found several different um, icebreaker questions or getting to know you questions or, you know, we're not really strangers. So maybe we could call it. We're not really strangers. Yeah. I don't know if that's trademarked, but maybe we could do that. We're not really strangers. And strangers. (laughs) We're strange, but we're not strangers. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. So (laughs) we'll we'll come up with something, but, um, I wrote down some questions and I do still have a bonus question from last week. All right. Um, if you want to, if we want to do that one too. Okay. So, can you tell when someone is lying? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like I can tell a lot of times, too, when people are lying. I have, like, a general gut feeling about it, mm-hmm. but, like, a, I think a well-known fact, for the most part, is that people look to their left when they're lying. Oh, okay. So, like that. But if you are talking to someone who knows that, so then they have very good control over their eyes, mm-hmm. there's just, like, a way that people talk when they're lying Mm -hmm. it's like a just like a tone Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i'm at all times both the world's best liar and the world's worst liar that's a fact it's it's very very true yeah that's an absolute fact (laughs) and i can get people to pretty much believe anything that i'm going to say to them and that's 
My problem is that <laughs> I uh, say things in what I think is a sarcastic tone that people take seriously. Yeah. So I can get people to believe a lot of things as well. Yeah. But I choose not to because it's mean. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's true. I have really cut back. I used to. <laughs> I like to play. I just want to see how far I can push it. Uh, That's the what? thing that I do Me with too. Joe when I just like randomly put my hands into different pockets. Because yeah. I just want to see what reaction I'm going to get from that. Yeah. And sometimes I get AirPods, uh-huh. earbuds. What are those things called? Earplugs. Uh-huh. Sometimes I get garbage. Sometimes you get gum. Yeah, sometimes I did get gum last time. That's yep. true. Yeah. It just... Yeah. It, it, so. I like to push people. I, <laughs> I like to see how far I'm going to get before somebody stops me. Yeah. And I will, like... I think that that's the difference. Is that, like, if I am telling you a lie that I know is a lie and I'm just trying to push out see how far I can take that lie with that story how how much will you believe of what I'm saying to you is different than like outright lying to somebody I blush I stammer mm-hmm. I I'm a terrible liar yeah I know while that. at the same time being a very good liar yeah <laughs> I know that about you don't you worry all right who was your first celebrity crush Okay, like celebrity, celebrity. Uh huh. Not just like actor. No, any celebrity. Or Who like was your a first character in a TV show? So, like, my first celebrity crush was Dolly Parton, hands down. Uh huh. And she is still a huge crush of mine. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that it is one Johnny Depp. Oh, and still, yeah. To this day, if you. So, I've got like a elevator list. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what an elevator list nope. is? Okay, so an elevator list is um, if you were in an elevator with that person, you are allowed to do anything that they ask you to do. Because if you were in an elevator with them, what would you what would you do? Mm-hmm. So that is like a lot for like people who are in couples. It's a joke, by uh-huh. the way. It's not real mm-hmm. because obviously, why would I ever be in the elevator? In the is same it, elevator as Machine Gun Kelly. Is that like the same thing as like a guest pass or yeah, whatever? Yeah, like a hall okay. pass kind hall of pass. situation. Okay, yeah. yeah. The elevator But list. an elevator okay. list. And so, but yeah, he still to this day on my elevator list, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's very attractive. Yeah, he really is. Very, <laughs> like wildly attractive. Yeah. I, I agree. Who's, who's, what's your answer? Wait, you Dolly said. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, and it, the the question was, is that person still one of your crushes? Oh, yeah. Then, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, what is the weirdest item that you keep by your bed? I don't really keep very much Me next either. to my bed. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, weird in that, like, other people don't think that it's cute is... My brother bought me a um, incense burner mm-hmm. that's a tree with a face on it. Uh-huh. And the incense, they come out, like, out of his mouth onto, like, a little bed of mushrooms. Uh-huh. And it just kind of, like, drifts down. <laughs> and it's awesome. the best thing ever. But people uh-huh. are always like, what is that thing? And I'm like, it's my tree man. Yeah. He lives his best life right there. Yeah. So, yours? I would say... I know what it is. What is it? It's your gum. <laughs> I almost talked about that, and I was like, I really should just go clean that up. <laughs> okay, Susan. so we'll, we'll go with the gum. That is the weirdest thing. So what happens is that, you know, typically I come home 
fairly late at night and I will lots of times be chewing gum and um, instead of like throwing it away while I'm getting ready for bed, which in the instance where I put the gum on my bedside table, it is because I am just like whipping off clothes and getting into bed. Put put a trash can next to your bed. You could do that. I could do that. That is absolutely true. But so I'll take my gum and I just put it, I've got a little bookshelf that I use as a nightstand. It's got like a lamp and it's books and, you know, candles and all sorts of stuff on there. Um, And I'll just, and I end up leaving it there. (laughs) So there's a little of gum right by my bed. And it's, I, it is weird and it's probably really gross and people are probably listening to this the, going, that's disgusting. The but- bigger thing though <laughs> is that you don't just like, oh, it's one and then maybe she'll clean it up. Right. She will stack other pieces <laughs> of gum on top of it. It's true. It's like it's she'll so make a little true. mountain of it and then it's, she'll be like, oh, I should probably throw that away. It's a little freeform sculpture for a little bit. <laughs> I hope that you all still love me after learning that about me. I mean, I still do, so. Thank you. Um, okay. What urban legend do you think is true? Bigfoot. Nice. I do think Bigfoot is real. Yeah. Um, probably not in the sense that, like, some people we know in common mm-hmm. who think that it is a certain person living his life forever. Uh-huh. But I do think that he's real and just live like living his best life. And like, I don't think that he is like long lived. I think that there's more than one. And so he's just giving birth over and over and over again. I could agree with that for sure. There's like a little family of Sasquatch. Yeah, I I would like to believe in Sasquatch. And maybe I do at some level. But the one urban legend that I 100% believe in is mm-hmm. the Chupacabra. Okay, wait. I was gonna. I was just thinking that. And, okay, wait. No, I changed my answer. My other answer is, um, what are they called? Pixies? No. They're shapeshifters. Not shapeshifters. What's the word I'm looking for here? Skinwalkers. Yes. <laughs> Skinwalkers. Those guys are real. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Dude, so, well... And this is funny because I talked about this earlier this week, too. But we have family that is Navajo Nation Mm -hmm. and skinwalkers are a thing. It's real. Yeah. And and I think that that is why I'm always so afraid that I'm going to open my back door. Yeah. And there's just going to be a person out there. Yeah. Because of the skinwalkers. Dude, Charlene just posted. So our sister, Mm -hmm. Charlene Begay, just posted about a skinwalker thing. I'm getting goosebumps that happened to her outside of their houses are Hogan's. Yeah. And she was like, mm, nope, nope, I am not. I am staying right where I am. And yeah, it was wild. That and the yeah. chupacabra, real. Yeah. Chupacabras are real. Real? 100%. Dangerous. 100%. Don't be f- messing around. Right. It's just, don't, don't die for free. Don't be out here risking your life. <laughs> yeah. With the chupacabra. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or the skinwalkers. Yeah. Just, you know what? If you hear noises out in the night, do not go investigate them. And I think the other thing, too, is is Bigfoot has become, like, a friendly character for me. Right. Not scary. Sasquatches are not scary. They're not abominable snowmen. And even abominable snowmen aren't really that scary. I think they're called adorable snowmen. (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Um, But, yeah, things that, that chupacabras... They're definitely one urban legend that I think is that. true. Yep. yep, for sure. Okay. All right. Here's a good one. 
Is it ever okay to lie? I feel like situation-based, yes. In like a... I feel like saying that, though, is going to get a lot of heat because, like, you could say, uh, like, because my thought process is, like, if it's not going to hurt somebody, it's okay. Mm -hmm. But I feel like people are going to interpret that incorrectly because I don't mean, like, oh, well, it's not going to hurt them because they're never going to find out or, like, those kinds of things. I think if you're making a lie that has nothing to do with anybody else, Mm -hmm. okay. Or the courtesy lie. Yeah. Or, like, I think that, like, if you're, like, you know what? my tire blew out and I can't go do this thing but your tire is fine yeah that's you're not hurting anybody yeah and I think that that's okay but if you were to be like my grandma died every single time that you didn't want to go do something yeah a little less okay I agree I agree I I feel the same way is it ever okay to lie yes it is okay to lie and I think too of um what is that guy's name? The doctor. Everybody lies. House. House. Everybody lies. Yeah. Everybody lies all day, every day. They lie to each other. They lie to themselves. They lie all the time. Is it the best thing in the world to do? No. Especially when you lie to yourself. Yeah. That's a, that's a rough one. But I do feel like in, a, in an almost an absolute question like that, is it ever okay to lie? Yes. Yeah, it is yeah. okay to lie. There are instances where it is okay to lie. There are also instances where it is absolutely not okay to right. lie. Exactly. At all. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And being able to be truthful with yourself is, and with others sometimes is really hard. It is hard to admit a, a bad truth about yourself. It, it's easier to lie or to minimize it, you know, make it smaller than mm-hmm. what it is, you know, yeah. like say that you were arrested for grand theft auto and you could be like, ah, no, I was just, you know, borrowing a car. Like you, you could make it smaller, like, like, you know, but being truthful and honest is, it's hard to do. I once told someone, um, I went to Bonnaroo several years ago, Uh but I, we met a group of boys and one of them had a broken arm and I said, how did you break your arm? And he said, I fell while I was climbing a mountain, like hiking one. And I said, you should really lie to people about that. (laughs) And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. Tell people you broke it rock climbing or fighting off an alligator or something. And he was like what do you mean? And I was like, dude, just be cooler. Like lie about that. You don't have to tell people you fell while you were hiking a mountain. <laughs> when, um, you were a baby, you were little, a toddler, um, at a tumor wrapped around my thyroid. Yes, I and I had call. to have the left ha- half of my thyroid removed. Um, I still have the right half of my thyroid and that thing works like a champ. Mm-hmm. I have not had to go on thyroid medicine as of yet. Um, but, when it happened, DJ was like, you know, what, what are you going to tell people? Because I had this massive mm-hmm. scar and, and more than one scar. And I was like, I, I had a tumor wrapped around my thyroid. I think that's a pretty good story to tell. And he's like, no, no, no. Tell them that somebody was holding you at knife point And they said, if you say one more word and you're just like, what are you going to do to me? Cut me? <laughs> and I was like, sounds like something I would actually do. Yeah. So... And, but it was really funny. I was like, mm. <laughs> come up with a better story, man. Yeah. 
Um, what is the best compliment you have ever received? I don't know. I'm trying not to go like shallow here with, you know, like, oh, people tell me my eyes are pretty. Yeah, your Um, eyes are really pretty. Thank you. I think that this is like, it's a compliment to me. Uh um, Is when people say to me, you're actually not as bad as I thought you were. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little bit of a prickly pear. You're a little bit of a sour patch kid. As they tell me. I am fully aware. Uh, so I think that that is like, I, I like that compliment. Um, somebody also, it's it's not really a compliment, but it made me feel good. Um, somebody recently said to me, um, you're alive, you survived. Mm-hmm. And that was like. Yeah, that's a big deal. I needed to know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think um, another compliment that I hear about you a lot is that you um, are a safe space for people. They know that they can tell you something that might be something that others would judge them for or condemn them for or that they're even scared to like admit to themselves, but they're able to talk to you about it mm-hmm. and, and know that it is a safe space. Did my best friend Joe say that? Maybe. That sounds like him. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that, Maybe. That sounds like him. <laughs> so um, that's one of my favorite compliments I've ever heard about yeah. you. Yeah. Well, uh, you. You're welcome. I try to be. One of my favorite compliments or the best compliment that w- is one of the ones that like really like st- stuck out to me as like this is a big moment for me mm-hmm. was it was my boss but she wasn't my boss yet and we were at a book club at work and I think Lara said, you know, like, I don't know, we were talking about complimenting people in some way. And this, this woman was like, oh, I've got one for Susan. And I was like, oh, you know, she's going to say, I'm a hard worker and I'm really good with the new hires and I'm this and that. And, and she was like, um, it feels really good to be near you. Mm -hmm. And so I do what I can to be close to you often Yeah, because whatever it is that you give off you you feel it feels good to be close to you and I was like you know what that is awesome (laughs) my compliment that I was gonna say Uh kind of matches with that is that like a lot of my friends when they meet you they're like your mom's really cool and I'm like I do know so like it's that's like they're getting obviously like the same vibe they're like it's nice to be here and so they're like your mom is really cool and I'm like I do know that about her thank you (laughs) thank you so much for telling me that but yeah and I have started when people give me a pretty good compliment or like any compliment really I I used to be like, oh, you know, like, don't say that or whatever. It was nothing. But now I say thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for letting me know that that, you know, meant that to you or whatever it is. Instead of trying to minimize it, I accept the compliment for what it is. Yeah. So, okay. Um. Oh, this is a good one. What is your love language? It's gift giving and spending time with each other. So, so my love language to other people is gift giving. Okay. The language that I like to receive is time. Quality time. Yeah. That's awesome. 
I think that both my giving and receiving is touch. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I have learned that I had a boyfriend and and his love language to me was acts of service. Mm-hmm. Like he would make sure that I had coffee brewing every morning when I woke up. And that was an act of service that he did for me um, along with some other things. And, and I realized that it's just as important to understand your partner's love languages as much as it, as it is to understand your own. Yeah. You know, that's been a hard one for Nick because uh-huh. like he, he feels like us eating dinner and then watching TV Mm-hmm. is us spending time together. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is one way to spend time together, mm-hmm. but that's not nourishing if that's all we're doing. Right. So I had to explain that. Like, I, that's something that he's been having to, like, come to terms with or, like, mm-hmm. figure out how to navigate. Mm-hmm. Because I'll be like, I don't know, it just feels like we haven't spent time together. And he'll be like, what do you mean? We've spent every evening together this week. Right. And it's like... But not engaged with each other. Yeah. You're kind of disengaged yeah. watching a show. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I get that. And and it is very interesting to learn um, other people's love languages, whether they're your friends, whether they're your partner, you know, learning the things that are important to them to have a, like, a, you just said the word, but, like, nourishing mm-hmm. and fulfilling relationship with you. Yeah. You know, that that's one thing to understand. Like, Tori's, hers is, like, hers is also acts of service. Uh-huh. But... I know that she also likes to know that that act was appreciated. Mm-hmm. And so, like, like I'll, or I'll go over to her house and I'll, you know, I let her take care of me. But then I also am like, okay, but now how can I help you? And I really appreciate right. that you did that for me. Is there anything that I can do to assist you while you're doing this for me? Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes she'll be making dinner and I'll just start doing her dishes. Or she'll be doing, you know, something else and I'll just start, like, cleaning up, you know, somewhere else. Just because, right. like... While she is giving me food mm-hmm. and providing to me and like hosting me, yeah, I know that she also needs to be taken care of, yeah, and like she so, but um, somebody when we went on my bachelorette trip, uh-huh. she Tori made the food, and somebody was like, Oh, so she's the one in your friend in your friend pair who makes all the food. I said, Oh, yeah, Tori loves to make food for other people, so she will go out of her way to make me food, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the one who makes the food no matter where we are. If we're in my house, we're at her house. Yeah. If we're out on a road trip to Colorado, she's making the food. Yeah. Because she has told me once before that she doesn't, like, she's like, I don't know what to do if she's not making the food. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I won't do it anymore. <laughs> I'll do other things for you. Yeah, yeah. So. I do have one, well, I'm sure I've got more than one, but one person in particular that I'm thinking of with words of affirmation mm-hmm. as being the love language they like to receive. You mean Nick? Yeah. <laughs> you go on though. And um you know, realizing how important it is to that person that you you say the words and you acknowledge what they have done or what they are doing or you know, just letting them know, "Hey, you know, I saw whatever, you know, I'm saying that wrong because when I said I saw, I was thinking of gift giving. But, you know, like words of affirmation, letting that person know that they're, they mean they're important to you and, mm-hmm. and all of the things that kind of affirm who they are and what they're doing is, yeah. is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So very, very interesting. I like that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's your personal motto? 
Fuck bitches, get money. No, that's not what it is. I thought you were going to say, what's a motto? <laughs> what's a motto with you? See, that's... And I thought you were going to say, Hakuna Matata. And then I... So, anyways, fuck bitches, get money. That's not really what it is. It <laughs> is... <laughs> hmm. I said it the other day because we, for some reason we were talking about it at work. I don't remember. It's something like work hard, go home or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really remember what it was, but Uh no, I don't know. I would say that my motto is live, laugh, love. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. What's your motto? (laughs) I would say that my motto recently has been um, a reminder to myself to to be gentle with, be gentle with yourself and those around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to remember that you know we've all got our own stuff um, that is affecting us, and to not jump real harshly to conclusions and stuff. And and that, or if you fail at your day or at a task during your day, to be gentle with yourself about what happened and what went wrong, yeah. and. Um, being able to do that and and it goes along the lines with um this hopefully I can find it I just sent it to LaToya because it's one that means a lot to her and I try to remember to um remind her of it and it's like basically kind of like at the end of the day make sure that you um nope don't know where it's at like at the end of the day, like look yourself in the mirror and, and be like, I made it through my day and that is enough for me for today, yeah. you know? So kind of those same things. I have no idea where it's at. I've lost it. Who knows? I don't know what mine is. All right. You need to Hakuna Matata your way to finding a new motto. Yeah. It's fuck bitches, get money. I like it. That's a good one. <laughs> I like it. I, I apologize like it. to all my family members who I know listen to this. That was very crude. <laughs> okay. We've got like two more. All right. Um, if you could make up a holiday, what would you celebrate? I would celebrate. The thing is, I'd, I don't think I would want to make up a holiday. I think I would want to make one holiday a bit more widely celebrated which is uh winter solstice oh that's a good one i love winter solstice Mm -hmm. solstice that's Mm -hmm. it's my favorite time of year okay so i would want that to be like more of a big deal Mm -hmm. than it is Mm -hmm. it's like everybody's like oh it's winter solstice but i'm sure people don't even know what winter solstice is yeah and it's the longest day of the year Uh, longest longest night night of the year sorry Mm -hmm. i apologize yeah um of the year and that that's just my favorite so i think i would want it to be that and also the summer solstice which is the longest day of the year yeah yeah the solstices are awesome equinoxes are cool yeah every witchy holiday that we could celebrate i I think it would be much cooler if more people celebrated it if we did like something like big and nationwide for it like turn down all the lights or something yeah but the christians had to take it over fucking christians (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) well we all know that i have made up a holiday and it does get celebrated every year it's a fun one it's a really good one and you know 
I think that other people think that I take Susie Palooza much more seriously than I take Susie Palooza. Mm-hmm. It's literally just an excuse for me to say, we're doing something. Yeah. I can just be like, birthday. yeah, we're doing it for Susie Palooza. And yeah. so you have to attend with me. Yeah. So, and I love it. It's, it's probably one of my favorite made up holidays of the year. Okay. Last one. Do you know of any hidden gems in the DF dub? Anything that you go to that not a lot of people know about? No, because I don't really do a lot of that. Um, there is a small but odd ramen place on in North Richland Hills uh-huh. called Itoko. Uh-huh. And um, there's like maybe like six tables in there. Uh-huh. But the best ramen. It's like literally a lady and a guy. Mm-hmm. And I think one other person in the kitchen. And that's it. Hidden gem. That's that's yeah. just them, and that's it. And they make really good food, and I like to go there. The she's real weird, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it that's that's my like quote unquote hidden gem. Just because like when we go, there's like there's literally maybe like four or five people in there. Yeah, people come in and out to get their like to go orders, but like in there, it's like like you have booths in between you and another person, right? That's awesome. That's yeah. a wonderful hidden gem. Yeah. I would say that my hidden gem is in my neighborhood, Tandy Hills. I, I still feel like not enough people know about it. It's the only prairie within the city of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. It is a protected space. Mm-hmm. And they've got miles and miles of trails. Um, there is a family in particular there that are friends of Tandy Hills you can join that group and you know help with they do the Trinity Trash Bash you know for the city of Fort Worth Tandy Hills has basically the same thing they you know you go out you clean up the trails you pick up all the garbage um and you just help to protect this space that is very precious it's Mm -hmm. got you know the wildflowers the wildlife you know it is a safe space for a lot of things that are only in the Tandy Hills, you know, and yeah. so um, if you can get out there and once it's cooler, hike around, you know, make sure to take care of it. And a lot of people go out there to take photos because it's just gorgeous. And mm-hmm. then you've got this backdrop of the city yeah. when you're in these hills. And um, I really love it. My last hike in the hills, not the last one, but one of my favorite ones, I was able to go with... Um, Jeff and Zayas, mm-hmm. Lord, mm-hmm. and their dog. Mm-hmm. And it was, we just had such a good time. We didn't mean to go on as long of a hike as we went on, but it was just, uh, you know, like there's trees overhead. So you're in these little wooded paths. Mm-hmm. And then you go out into this open prairie and, you know, you see the, the, echinacea like the wildflowers all around. And then there's all the different types of trees, you know, there's, there's, like cedars and all, all sorts of stuff. Anyways, it's just gorgeous. So yeah. that's my little hidden gem within nice. Fort Worth. So very nice. I was going to talk about Nonatata, but I think Nonatata is pretty popular. Um. Okay, we're going to wrap up with a music minute. I know you already talked about a Me Motor Scooter show that's coming up. I did. Our friends in the Me Thinks are playing at Sunshine Bar on September second, so that's coming up soon. That'll be fun. And um. I have been going out to Dos Equis Pavilion a lot more than I ever thought that I would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we put in for a lot of shows. <laughs> and not 
thinking that it was going to be the dead of summer and at Dos Equis, and we keep getting approved for them. Nice. Uh, however, I got to go see Post Malone. Nice. And that was amazing. I, I left a bigger fan than when I got there. Yeah. I, I love him so much. I know you And do. he does so much to support local music. Like uh, Summer posted that at one of his, like the following shows, he was wearing a Vincent Neil Emerson t-shirt. And like he, he does a lot to support the community, even though he doesn't live here anymore. Yeah. Now he lives in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he does a lot. And it, like it was a homecoming for him. And he put on just one heck of a show nice and then i got to go see beck and phoenix and mm-hmm. i need to write up that little thing and then tomorrow uh we just got approval for um filter ministry alice cooper and rob zombie nice yeah i love rob zombie me too i do uh, also love alice cooper me too <laughs> and I love ministry i love them all um so i'm pretty excited about it although i am like dreading it's just it's hot so hot yeah and i like so one of the shows i wore a dress like hoping that would keep me cooler Mm -hmm. and i was just like i got up out of my seat and i was just like it looked like i peed my dress because i was just (laughs) sweating so bad and then like i was so the last one i was like well let me wear jeans yeah because jeans usually will hide sweat yeah but i was so hot i was like this stinks so who knows what I'll wear for tomorrow, but I'm going to try to keep myself cool. I do have um, one of the really nice things about Dos Equis is that they've got water stations all mm-hmm. over the place. Yeah. And you can take like a, a camelback or mm-hmm. a, an empty, you know, cup and just refill your yeah. stuff throughout the show, which yeah. is really nice. And so at the, the Beck show, they actually had like the blue water station that Mm -hmm. is filled with ice water so that water is very cold and you know we took the um those rags the The cooling clocks yeah Mm -hmm. and so that was really nice too so i've been telling people that are saying they're going to the show tomorrow i'm like dude take your stuff speaking of that when we went to see luke bryan Uh um they had liquid death there Uh uh-huh rachel's never had liquid death (laughs) so i told Nick, I'm like, hey, get me a liquid death and uh, get Rachel one too because she needs a water. And he's like, okay. And so um, they they had been drinking all day. So I was like, hey, sh- like you guys all need a round of water, but specifically like get Rachel one. Uh-huh. So we go and we, um, Rachel's like, Katie, this is a beer. And I was like, no, it's a water. And she was like, Katie, this looks like a beer can. And I said, yeah, I think it's so that, like you blend in a little bit better, but it, it's a water. And she was like, what? And I was like, listen, just trust me. I did the same thing when Dustin tried to give it to me. And I was like, you're trying to get me to drink a beer. And he said, I swear to you, I'm not. And then I drank it. And I was like, this is a water. And so now you just need to drink it. And then by the time we were leaving, she was like, I need to get more of these. <laughs> it was such an odd sensation, though, drinking yeah. water from a can. But not even like, like I've had water in a can. I've had water in like a aluminum, like twist off, like kind of thing that looks like you know i've had it like that before but it's just the way that that can looks that you're just like that's not water yeah like that's like i've had like aquafina and like things like that in like not a bottle Mm -hmm. but to have this like thing that like it literally looks like a beer can or an energy drink yeah Yeah. i was like justin you are lying to me the dissonance he he was like i'm not lying to you and so then (laughs) i had like basically had the same conversation with rachel and i was like just drink it (laughs) 
That's so funny. I'm trying to think of other we I know that there are lots of other local shows um that are coming up. There's some that are happening at Haltem Theater. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um and then, of course, everything, you know, at Lola's, at Cicada. Yeah. You know, you look on your social media. Just medias, keep your eyes out. And we will, I'll, I meant to look before we started podcasting, but Katie came over much earlier than I thought she was going to. And I was writing down questions for, we're not really strangers. Nice. Yeah. All right. Think you're ready to go? Yep. All right. Me too. Love you. Mean it. Bye.